the H1B Guy here, and today, the H1B Guy news for the week ending October 6th, 2023. Today I'll cover population growth tied to H1B visa, OPT STEM lawsuit victory, and USCIS provides new H1B employer data maps. But before we get started, I'd like to ask you if you haven't already to please subscribe to the H1B Guy channel here on YouTube and like this video so that I can continue to produce more content like this for you. I also wanted to mention the H1B Guy offers a variety of consulting services. I help businesses and individuals solve complex work authorization issues in the recruitment process, bringing awareness to employment-based immigration benefits. If I can help you, please reach out. I'd love to hear how. And you can book an appointment directly with me via the h1bguy.com. Today's news is brought to you by Syndesis and Path to Canada, the ideal plan B for high school immigrants currently located in the U.S. whose status may be uncertain, by perm-ads.com, an industry leader in providing a seamless experience for employers and immigration attorneys navigating the complex perm recruitment ad phase of the labor certification process, and by Mob Squad. Are you a technology professional facing U.S. visa-related challenges? Don't leave your fate up to chance. Our partner, Mob Squad, has a solution. Join the squad. Now, the news. On September 26, 2023, Sakshi Venkatamaran, in a post for NBC News titled Indians Surpass Chinese as Largest Asian Alone Group in the U.S., Quote, Indian Americans are now the most populous Asian alone group in the United States, according to a new report from the Census Bureau. They have surpassed Chinese Americans who were previously the largest in that category. Though when populations are counted with multiracial people included, Chinese Americans still make up the largest share of the country's Asian population at 5.2 million. Those identified as Indian alone, that is 100% Indian on the 2020 census, numbered nearly 4,400,000. It represents a 55% growth over the course of a decade, and experts say the U.S. is already seeing the impacts. The rapid increase in population can be traced back to the 1990s when the tech boom coincided with the start of the H-1B visa program for high-skilled workers, said Gaurav Khanna, an assistant professor of economics at the University of California, San Diego. Engineers and computer scientists trained at top schools in India began to immigrate by the thousands with their families and U.S. tech companies turned their attention to the subcontinent. Among H-1B petitioners, Indians make up almost 75%. Chinese nationals, the next largest pool of petitioners, makes up only 12%. The political parties, when looking at Georgia, Virginia, Ohio, and Michigan, they need to actually think through, okay, it's no longer just about Chinese or Koreans. I actually need to have a strategy to engage Indian Americans, said Christine Chen, Executive Director of Civic Organization, Asian and Pacific Islander American Vote. There are a lot of data points to unpack here, but a 55% growth in Indian nationals in the U.S. over the last decade, totaling almost 4.4 million, is absolutely the biggest data point that was given here. The article also pinpoints that the overall Indian nationals population growth here in the U.S., 
dates back to the implementation of the H-1B visa in the 1990s and subsequently, but not mentioned here in the article, increasing the H-1B visa allocations in the early 2000s. Couple that with the fact that Indian nationals represent 75% of all H-1B visa issues, and it's no surprise to see that the 2020 census data gives us these population growth insights. Unfortunately, caps on country of origin still remain for employment-based preferences, leading Indian nationals to continue to be mired in decades-long green card backlogs. However, the biggest point the article highlights is the political impact on several states, including my home state of Georgia. Voting bases are changing, and high-skilled immigration as a point of political debate is only going to continue to gain ground. On October 3rd, 2023, Brandon Viglior-Rolo for the Register in a post titled Supreme Court Doesn't Want to Hear a Union's Beef About STEM Grad Work Visas. Quote, the U.S. Supreme Court has handed foreign students, the tech industry, and academic institutions a final victory by declining to hear a union's appeal against the duration of a STEM work visa. The program at issue is known as Optional Practical Training, or OPT, and allows international students in America studying on a student visa to work during their studies or up to one year afterward. Some variation or another of OPT has been around in the U.S. for decades. Of particular contention in the case is a rule added by the Department of Homeland Security in 2008 and modified in 2016 that extends the program for up to 36 months after graduation. That extension is only available to students seeking employment in science, technology, engineering, or math STEM fields. The STEM extension led to the Washington Alliance of Technology Workers, WashTech, and Communication Workers of America affiliate, filing a lawsuit against the change in a Washington, D.C. federal court way back in 2014. The alliance battled to overturn the extension all the way through the courts to the Supremes, who have now declined to hear the challenge with no explanation other than petition denied. On its journey to the Supreme Court, WASTEC lost a number of appeals, most crucially a D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals decision last year. In its original case, the union argued Homeland Security didn't have the authority to create the OPT STEM extension, and its appeals of the 2022 decision to Supreme Court argues that the appeals court ruling was also wrong in its decision to uphold the element of the department's power. According to WashTech, the appeals court essentially restructured the entire system of non-immigrant visas and undermines the system of protection for American workers in the process. Well, we can finally put this lawsuit to bed concerning high-skilled immigration. The Supreme Court has denied the petition filed by WashTech against the 36-month duration of OPT STEM EADs. The lawsuit has been ongoing since 2014 and goes back to a final rule from the Obama administration and includes multiple rulings on its path to being denied by the Supreme Court. What I find most interesting is that this ruling could potentially open the door for future NFPRs or Notice for Proposed Rulemaking uh, that addresses OPT and OPT expirations, specifically outlining a path to H-1B or other specialty occupations for advanced degrees. 
We must continue to attract the best and brightest by simplifying the pathways to gaining and maintaining work authorization. For now, this is a win for foreign students, tech companies, and academia and those individuals studying in the U.S. And last, in a tweet from USCIS on October 5th, 2023, oh, check out USCIS new interactive maps for H-1B, H-2A, H-2B employment data hubs. The improved look and functionality make it easier to search and see data reports and studies. I'll say this, I'm definitely glad to see USCIS make the employment data hubs more user-friendly and more navigable. It's definitely a step in the right direction for displaying demand and providing transparency on employers who are utilizing H-1B visas uh, to supplement their workforce, as well as providing additional data on H-2A and H-2B. One small complaint I do have, though, is that when I clicked the URL provided in the link, it took me to a landing page and not the report from the art that they provided in the tweet. Regardless, I look forward to more interactive data being provided by USCIS in the future. For the full post on the H-1B Guy News for the week ending October 6, 2023, please check out the h1bguy.com. And a reminder that today's news is brought to you by Syndesis and Path to Canada. The ideal plan B for high school immigrants currently located in the U.S. whose status may be uncertain. If you're facing an H-1B denial or OPT expiration, don't get caught off guard. Make sure you have a plan B and Syndesis and Path to Canada are your answers. We'll gladly help you navigate the process, and if you'd like to find out if you qualify, please be sure to use the link in the video description below, and someone from Syndesis or Path to Canada will be in touch. By perm-ads.com, the industry leader in providing a seamless experience for employers and immigration attorneys, navigating the complex perm recruitment ad phase of the labor certification process. If you're looking to reduce your costs and overhead associated with perm labor certification recruitment advertising, let perm-ads.com help you. And by Mob Squad, are you a technology professional facing U.S. work visa-related challenges? Don't leave your fate up to chance. Our partner Mob Squad has a solution. Mob Squad helps technology professionals facing U.S. work visa-related uncertainty remain working with their current U.S. employer near shore from Canada, as well as technology professionals from around the world who are seeking to find a rewarding opportunity in North America. Through their partnership with the Canadian government, they can obtain a Canadian work permit for you and your spouse in as little as four to six weeks. So whether you're looking to stay working with your current U.S. employer or you want to find a new opportunity in Canada, please find out how the team at Mob Squad can help you via the link in the video description below. Join the squad. Just wanted to ask you again to please like this video, subscribe to the H1B Guy channel here on YouTube, and click the bell for notifications so that you're notified anytime we post new content here to this channel. If you've made it this far, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to watch my content. I really appreciate your support. The H1B Guy, your global source for all things H1B.